Shalom to all. Today's office, Baba Kamen, Daf Ayin Zayin, and we are starting Ayin Vavlon Beis, about two lines off from the bottom, with the words of Chal Amr Liftas, Kapadli Dami, and today's office sponsor, Lili Nishmas, Mars Miriam Sarabas, Yaakov Maisha, Hernish, Shama Shad Havan Aliyah, Elili Nishmas, Mars Rivka Basar Meir Zev, Hernish, Shama Shad Havan Aliyah. Now we're in the middle of discussing Rosh Hashanah's sheet in the Mishnah, and had explained the case being that the Ganav stole an animal that the owner was Makdish, and then shechted it. And we had said that even though Rosh Hashanah holds a Shechita Shein Ruya, Loishma Shechita, this was a Shechita Ruya. How so? So we provided three answers. Two in the name of Rabbi Yechanan and the other in the name of Rish Lakish. Rabbi Yechanan had explained that this animal was shechted in the Beis HaMikdash and therefore it was valid. Whereas Rish Lakish explained that the animal was a Balmum and therefore was allowed to be shechted outside the Beis HaMikdash. Now Rabbi Lazar asked on both of these answers and the Gemara explained that Rabbi Lazar forgot two key pieces of information. Number one, Kol Oymid Lizrek Kizarek Dami and this was an explanation for Rabbi Yechanan and number two, Kol Oymid Liftais Kepadoi Dami anything which could be redeemed it's like it already was and that was an explanation for Rish Lakish. So the Gemara brings the source for this. The Gemara says, How do we know that something that is fitting to be redeemed, it's like it was redeemed already, even though it wasn't officially redeemed yet? To tell you if a Bryson, this Bryson talks about the Paraduma. We know that the ashes of the Paraduma were mixed with water and used to be Matahar, those who were Tame Mace. And the very basic process of the Paraduma is that it was first shechted and then completely burned. Now the Bryson tells us, Reb Shimon and Reb Shimon says, The Paraduma could be Matame Tomas Eichlin, which means it could become Tame itself, since it did have a Shasa Kaisher. Shasa Kaisher means that it had a point in time where it could have been eaten, and how so? Well, the moment it's shechted before it's burned, technically it could be eaten, and therefore it could become tummy with Thomas Eichlin because it had this Shasa Kaisher. And before we turn the page, in case you're curious, as long Tysus over here discusses why is it that we have to say that in order for the Paraduma to be Makabal Thomas Eichlin, it had to have a Shasa Kaisher this point in time where it could have been eaten. We know the Paraduma itself is Matame anyone who touches it. And Tysus goes through a number of different answers. So now we turn the page, Einstein on base on top, we continue explaining this. Vamre Shlakish Shlakish says, Reb Shimon said, that the Paraduma could be redeemed even though it's on the Maracha, meaning before it's burned. In other words, the only way that it has this Shasa Kaisher that it could have been eaten is if it's redeemed from its status of Paraduma. And this can be done as long as it hasn't been burned yet. Now, Amal, what do we see from here? Call Amiliftes Kapadudami. That anything that's fitting to be redeemed is like it was redeemed. Even though the Paraduma wasn't actually redeemed and it was subsequently burned, it still could be Makabal Thomas Eichlin because there was a point in time where it could have been eaten. And that's our source for Ishlakish. So we continue analyzing. We understand Rabbi Yechon doesn't hold like Rishlakish, the Kabayil Okumul Masnis and Afil Betmimin. Because Rabbi Yechon wants to explain our Mishnah also talking about Tmimin, an unblemished animal. And even when the Ghan of Shechs Otamim, an animal that's unblemished and whole, he still would be Chayav Dalad Behave for that. And therefore, the only way that we could explain this is if he Shechted it in the base of Mikdash, which is what Rabbi Yechon said. Other Shlakish, my time alone with Why doesn't Rishlakish say like Rabbi Yechon? So I'm Lacha, he would answer you, Utvachu Machari. The Pasuk says, and he Shechted it or sold it. And what do we learn from here? Anytime the Ghan would be Chayav for selling the animal, so he'd be chai for shechting it as well. And if he wouldn't be chai for selling it, so he wouldn't be chai for shechting it either. And Rahani Kachim, this animal which is Kachim, Kachim, Mechira, since if the Ghanav would have sold this animal, which was Kachim, that wouldn't be considered a valid Mechira, because it's already Kachim, and he doesn't have the ability to sell it, so therefore, Lesson Betvicha, the Ghanav is not chai for shechting it, if it's a Tamim, even if he shechts it in the base of Mikdash, he still wouldn't be chai of Dalad for that. And therefore, the only way we could say that he's chai for the Tvicha is if it was blemished, it was a Balmum, so then he'd be chai for shechting it. And Vasil Tamayu, Rabbi Yechon, Rabbi Shlakesh, Alashitasam, the Itmar was stated, Hamacha Trefa, Ladiv Reb Shimon. If a Ghan stole an animal and sold it, and this animal was a Trefa, in Shitas Reb Shimon, and the reason why we're focusing on Shitas Reb Shimon over here is because Reb Shimon says, Ashkita Shein Ruya, Loishma So if he would have shechted the animal, he wouldn't be Chayv Dalad Vehei because it's a Trefa. Over here, we're talking about where he sold this animal, it's a Trefa. So is he Chayv Dalad Vehei? Rabbi Yechon, Rabbi Yechon says Chayv, he is Chayv, or is Ashkita Shein Rapater? Rabbi Shlakesh says he's Pater. Rabbi Yechon, Rabbi Yechon says he's Chayv, Afagav the Lesser Betvicha, even though he wouldn't be high for shechting it because the 
shechita shein ruuya isib mechira, he still is high for selling it. Whereas Rish Lakish Amar Potter, Rish Lakish says he's Potter for selling it. Kim delasib b'tficha, since he wouldn't be high for shechting it, because shechita shein ruuya lasib mechira, he's not high for selling it either. Now, is Rabbi Yechon Rabbi Shimon Lakish? Rabbi Yechon asks Rish Lakish. We have a brasa that says gan of kalayim. Let's say gan of stolen animal that's kalayim, and we know that kalayim by animals is a forbidden crossbreed of two different animals. And so, which animal are we talking about over here? A crossbreed of a goat and a sheep. As we're going to soon see that when the pasuk says that a person stole a shar or a seh, the word seh in this pasuk refers to both goats and sheep, and that includes if he steals a kalayim of these two, namely a crossbreed of a goat and a sheep. And after he stole it, what did he do? Utvacha, he shechted it. The Brazil continues, trefa umachara, he stole a trefa and he sold it. He would have to pay dalad vehei. Now, my life, Reb Shimon, he, isn't this Brazil going corn to Reb Shimon? And the reason why we taste like Reb Shimon is because the Brazil clearly states in its second case, trefa umachara, that he stole a trefa and he sold it. And it doesn't say that he stole a trefa and shechted it. And so it must be the going like Reb Shimon that if he would have shechted a trefa, he wouldn't be chayv. So that's why we're only mentioning the case of trefa umachara. Now, Amal, what do we see from here? That even though he's not chayv if he shechts it, he's in mechira. He's chayv if he sells it. A clear brass like me, Rabbi Yechanan, and not like you, Rish Lakish. So I'm really, Rish Lakish told him, Lai, Rabbanan, this brass is like the Rabbanan. So ask the Gemara, I Rabbanan, if you're saying the brass is the Rabbanan, will chayv mechira isa bezvicha lesa? Is the gan of chayv only for selling a trefa and not for shechling a trefa? He would be chayv for shechling a trefa as well, according to the Rabbanan, even though it's a shechita shein ruya. So why didn't the brass mention that? So Rish Lakish would respond, You want to say the brass is Reb Shimon? Well, Kalayim betvicha isa mechira lesa? Is the gan of only chayv for shechling an animal that's Kalayim and not for selling it? Of course he's chayv for selling it as well. And the brass didn't say that. Rather, the Brisa teaches Tvicha, and it's also including Mechira, and Emel Rabban and Nami will say the same thing for their Rabban as well. It says Mechira by a Trefa, but the same thing would apply if he shechted the Trefa as well. And therefore, the Brisa could be the Rabbanon. Now, Rabbi Yechon, Rabbi Yechon, Rabbi Yechon would tell you, Hi, my, is this really good proof? Yeah, Rabbi if you want to say the Brisa Rabbi Shemin, I did ton of Trefa Bechada. Since the Brisa want to mention Trefa, it was only able to say one of them, namely, it was only able to talk about selling it, because again, according to Rabbi Shemin, if he shechted the Trefa, he wouldn't be Chayiv, so the only thing we can mention by Trefa is selling it. So, Tana Kalayim Bechada, that's why when the Brisa mentioned Kalayim, it also only mentioned one thing, namely mentioned Tvicha, and it didn't mention Mechira, but it technically could have mentioned Mechira as well by Kalayim. El Yam Rabbanon, but if you want to say the Brisa is Rabbanon, so Nervinu Vinisninu. Let's mix everything together and teach everything in the Brisa. The Brisa should have just said, Gun of Kalayim Utrefa, if he stole a Kalayim or a Trefa, Tvachan Umacharan, he shechted them or sold them. He should pay Arbava Chamisha. Why doesn't the Brisa say that? And the Gemara says, You're right. Kasha, this is a good question on Rish Lakish. Now we analyze his Brysa. We had said, Kalayim. If the person stole an animal that was Kalayim, and he sold it or shechted it, according to everybody, he'd be Chayv Dalad Vehei. But now we ask, how is that possible? Sexiv. It says in the Pasuk, in regards to Geneva, the word Se. And V'Amar Rav, Rav says, Ze Av. This word establishes a rule or a model for us. They come up with Shinemar Se. Anytime the Pasuk says the word Se, any it's coming to exclude Kalayim and not include Kalayim. So Gemar answers, Shani Hacha, over here by Geneva, it's different. Damakra, the Pasuk says, Oi, Lerabbis is a Kalayim. The word Oi is actually including Kalayim over here. When it says, Shar, Oi, said, the Oi is saying that even if he steals an animal, which is Kalayim, and then shechts it or sells it, he's Chayav Dalad Vehei for that. Ask Gemar Vachol, Oi, Lerabbis, who? Every time we have the word Oi, that's coming to include. Vatan Yuvah Brasa tells us, the Pasuk says, Shar, Chasev, and this Pasuk is referring to an animal that's made into Kachim. And what does this word Oi teach us? It's excluding Kalayim. And then when the puzzle continues by saying, that's excluding a Nidme. And Nidme in English would best be translated as a mutant, which means although its mother and father are sheep, it looks like a goat. And that's what the puzzle is excluding. So you see the word Oi is excluding, not including. So Amarav answers, that's not a problem. Over here and over here, meaning in both of these Psukim, we have to look at what the puzzle is talking about to see if the word Oi is including or excluding. Over here when we're talking about 
geneva, where the Ghanavis subsequently has to pay dollar v'hei. It says in the Pasuk, Shar Oiseh, Shiatu Yachal Haiti Kalim B'neim. A crossbred animal cannot possibly be created through the joining of a Shar and a Seh, because their gestation periods are totally different, and therefore, Oi Lerabis Kalayim. When it says Oi over here, namely Shar Oiseh, that's coming to include Kalayim. Whereas Gabi Kachim, in regards to Kachim, the Chsev, it says in the Pasuk, Chesev V'ez, Shiatu Yachal Haiti Kalim B'neim, you are able to create a crossbred animal by joining a Chesev and an Ez, so Oi Lamaitu. The word Oi must be coming to exclude that Kalayim cannot be brought as a carbon. However, the Gemara is asking, The Pasuk of Kachim also says, Remember, we quoted it says, And if we look at this first part of the Pasuk where we have, We're not able to create a Kalayim animal by joining a Shar and a Chasev. So, we should include Kalayim based off of this word Oi that's in between Shar and Chasev. And we don't do that. We actually are excluding Kalayim. So the Gemara answers that's not a problem. Mid the Seifalamayit, Reishanamilamayit. Since the Seif of the Pasuk, meaning the next part where it says, Chesev Oi Ez, that's coming to exclude, like we just said before. So the Reisha also, Shar Oi Chesev, is coming to exclude as well. Ask Gemara Adarab, we should say the opposite. Mid Reisha Larabais, Seifanamilarabais. Since the word Oi of the Reisha, namely Shar Oi Chesev, could be used to include something, so the Seifa also of Chesev Oi Ez should be used to include something. So the Gemara answers, Hi Mai, how would this be done? Yamar Bishleimilamayit, if you want to say the word Oi over here is coming to exclude Hudestrich Tremute, it makes sense that we would have to have two words of Oi to be Mimai. Two things. The Afagav the Imit Kalayim, that even though one of the words Oi is excluding an animal as Kalayim, it's Shechlimute Nidme, we also need another word Oi to exclude a Nidme animal. El Yamr de but if you want to say the two words Oi over here in this Pasuk are coming to include something, Trebuyelama, what do we need two inclusionary words for? Hashta Kalayim Arabile, now that one word Oi is coming to include Kalayim, there's a lot to be brought as a carbon, Nidme Mibaya, you would have to say that a Nidme animal, which is not even Kalayim, it just looks different than its parents, but it's not actually Kalayim. We would have to say that that's included by the Pasuk. Of course it would be included. So we wouldn't need another word, I, to include something. So it must be by the fact that we have two words, I, over here, that they're both excluding something and not including something. So we conclude over here with a valid explanation regarding the word, I, in regards to Kudshim, the word, I, excludes Kalayim, and in regards to Gneva, and the subsequent Tevichor Mechira, the word, I, includes Kalayim. We're going to stop here for the day. we we'll pick up tomorrow, continue to talk about this. For now, everyone should have a wonderful day.